Welcome back to the Beers and Steers podcast, week 12, and everything is sorrow. That was aggressive. I mean, is this the lowest point ever? <laughs> you dove right into it, man. There was no introduction. Since we were born. Uh, weirdly enough, when we lost to Kansas with Charlie, that felt lower. That felt lower because it was the end. Or actually, I take that back. It didn't feel lower. It was more of like the band aid that was completely that was the that was the bullet in the head. Yeah, that was like the last chapter of the book type deal. Right, and this one is, just feels way different. And I, it's obviously because it's on the upswing, and we thought we had a eight win season in front of us, and we're going to be lucky if we win five games. Yeah, I'd... we have a twenty five percent chance of winning out. Oh yeah, yeah. So before we dive all the way into it, um, for the five people that are going to listen, I did not watch the game. I have not watched any highlights. All I have seen are stats in the last five minutes, um, texts from my good friend Stuart throughout the wedding, and listened to Sarkeesian's press conference uh, on Monday afternoon. So with that being said, I think we both agree we're not going to dive into play-by-play or like no. individual points of the game but more talk about what we think is going on and um go from there i mean the only individual is really like casey never gave up i'll give him that but the pick at the end was just kind of like even though we still got the ball back and all that it was just so bad um well, explain this to me. Why did we go away from Casey um, to Hudson? At what, what point? So, okay, so he said to start before the game started, he said Casey's getting two drives, then Hudson's getting two drives. And the Casey drives were fumble touchdown and then. And then yeah, it, Card's first drive was a touchdown and then his second drive um, was a fumble and then they put him back out there. For the, the technically card got three drives because he looked good on that on the touchdown. That pick six was so bad. The highlight I saw was like, ugh. yeah, it was just stared him down opposite side of the field out route. Like fucking no one Mahomes can't make that throw. Like come on, and uh, and the fumble was kind of on him too. Casey's fumble, I'm not going to put as much on him, but cards was I don't know. I thought it was a little more. Both of them were obviously terrible, but regardless. Uh, Casey looked bad or sorry card the final straw was that yeah the pick six um, and then Casey played the entire second half and I'll, I'll give him that he never he never gave up like you know you only punted twice on that uh, in the second half and uh, but the interception at the end was just a terrible terrible stare to me so like there was like no one the, the, the double coverage right there it was like man just Throw that one away, like try again. And I mean, there was so much momentum on that drive with Roshan. Like, mm-hmm. you just, just throw that yeah. one away. Give this is a- also the point in the game where we're down to, I think, two scholarship running backs. Yeah. But we were finally beaten like Kansas. Maybe. Oh, I can't believe I'm about to say this. But we had finally kind of worn the Kansas defense down. Yeah. Uh, it's like a sentence I'll never say again. <laughs> uh, and it's like there was someone I, – I, okay, I take that back. I do remember watching that drive on someone's phone during the wedding. But I, it's like 
situational deals we continue to struggle with, but then I actually walked away after that and then we go to overtime and like, oh wow. But uh, so let's talk about was there I guess you probably want to mention is just like did the offensive line and defensive line just not show up? Like how did, how Deep, did the first I texted you after the first their first drive and I said we're losing this game. They went 13 plays, 75 yards, seven minutes straight down the field. They took every second off of they snapped the ball with less than five seconds on the play clock every single play. Huh. No matter what. Took seven minutes off the and just drove straight down the field. Let them wow. just I let's I don't think there was one play. There was three plays under their under of their seven play of their thirteen play drive. Four plays under four yards, three yards a game. Everything else went over that. Um just absolutely pathetic. And I texted you, I was like, we're losing this game. If the defense plays like that, they're losing. Defensive line was just lax days goal, didn't look like they wanted to be there. Uh Jalen Ford got the start over Brockmeyer, looked terrible. DeMarvion obviously banged up. I don't know what's wrong with him, his shoulder or something. Um, Schooler was actually, like, one of those, like, I don't care, like, fuck everybody, I'm going to play hard. I don't care who we're playing. And gave a lot of effort, and you could tell. But he's just so limited in his abilities and talents that it didn't really matter. And that showed at the end when he dropped the pick six, um, Blake Gideon style, in the end zone. So, yeah. yeah. It was uh, – I knew right there. I mean, it was just pathetic, and it only got worse. Um, so, before we keep going, what do you think the effort – like, how much of it do you think is players, once you lose four or five games straight, it's kind of like doesn't matter anymore in football versus uh, – Most of it. I mean, yeah, the, our de- like our team is obviously like, yeah, ability is really bad. We've had a lot of guys transfer out the whole nine – but the mental aspect of yeah losing four games in a row, um, and it and it doesn't matter anymore. It's just a perfect time, perfect place for a upstart team who hasn't done anything. And yeah, um, you think it's more of that than Sarkeesian's inability to fire up kids. I, yeah, I I think it is more than that. I mean, they're kids. What what are you going to say? Like they're not getting paid for, to win this game or anything like that. Like. Well, win or lose, this game doesn't affect them overall. Like, yeah. yeah, they might get a free fossil watch out of it if they win this game and one more and go to a bowl game, but, like, they're not thinking about that, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just disappointing that it's that, quick, it's that easy to just completely give up and there's no true passion for for winning anymore once you're kind of two or three losses in, uh, in, in the season. So I'll give them this. They, in the second half, they kind of saw the offense was like, hey, we're not – Casey was like, I'm not giving up. He took the thumb thing off. I was like, all right, we're playing. I don't care. I and the defense stopped them. Yeah. What? I mean, I they, they made them go three and out. They're, they scored their first on that big play. What was that? Um, yeah, that big run um, on their first possession in the second half. And then they stopped them, made them go three and out three times. But so sure they showed a little fight, but then after that it was it was still bad. Yeah, I mean I, the whole show and fight thing. I I just I don't listen to all the stuff on Twitter. I see read all the stuff on Twitter or listen to the various opinions of the millions of 
horns, whatever. I don't even know what you call them, but horns cast, horns 24-7, all the shit brown stuff. I don't even listen to that anymore. But, like, how much do you think is a is the infamous, like, culture versus uh, – I mean, because we, we do have more athletic players. And, it, and Yeah, well, I think the athletic tri- – you know, the four-star, five-star tribe is – a little overplayed. I mean, I was thinking about it. on offense and defense. Once Bijan went out, I think we had one five star of the twenty-two starters, and that was in BJ Foster. Now, obviously, he's not playing like a five star, but yeah. Regardless, like that tribe is so overplayed. They get all these great kids. Well, yeah, okay. Well, most of them leave because they're not playing or for whatever reason. So. It doesn't give a no one gives a fuck if you sign them. Congrats, but are they going to play? Are they going to contribute? Now the country club thing, it I think it cuts both ways. And that you were you're coming to Texas, you're assuming that you're going to be playing for a conference championship, hopefully a playoff, national championship, whatever, every single year. And when that doesn't happen, like how are you not? disappointed in yourself and it's hard to get yourself yeah. up for that i call that a country club culture okay sure if that's what country club culture is then i'm i'm not that disappointed in it because that's the expectation yeah you know like if it's it's one thing it's like yeah you know like a certain school like you know in a smaller city in a big state that's like a private university you know that hasn't really done much ever and let's just say that their colors are purple and white and you know something like that and like you're never playing for anything but those one time that you kind of show something you're gonna play like way harder than the team that is is supposed to be in a conference championship every single year yeah just hypothetically so kind of in a weird way explaining david versus goliath Sure. Well, Lucy. Uh, she didn't like that. Hey, hey, Lucy, come on. Keep going. Hey. Come on, come on. <laughs> and this is John taking Lucy out to go poop. All right, we're good. Uh, so, yeah, there's obviously a little bit of that culture, but I think it's, again, like, you're not telling kids, like, hey, you know, if we're really lucky, we're going to go eight and four and we might go to like the Alamo bowl. You're not like, that's, that's not how you recruit guys at a program that's won championships before. And you have to say like, yeah, we're expecting to win like this. And when it doesn't happen for whatever reason, you know, this year is like four different reasons, but sure. It doesn't happen. Like the kids going to be like, okay, well this fucking sucks. Let's just punt literally and go yeah. to next year. So, I guess my biggest thing, and, and that's what I was talking to a few people about earlier this week, is how does how do the same players, for the most part, play probably the best half of the year in Dallas to do, you know, to, and I guess six weeks, seven weeks later, do what they just did. Um, the scheme, yeah. the, the, the coaches did not forget, like, how to put these players in the best position them to succeed like they've been doing it at other universities for the longest time so that's why i can't help but think it's just a commitment thing it's a entitlement thing it's just eventually you just okay 
the Dude. entitlement thing, like, yes, Arkansas, they came out and literally got their asses kicked. No question about it. But, like, Dude. even going into, like, the third quarter of Oklahoma State, like, you know, you're like, no chance we do this again. Like, do you think that there anyone on that team is giving up? No. Right. So, I, what I'm what I'm getting at is that, like, the, the whole, like, they're not mentally tough enough. Look what they did. It's like, no one, no one just gave up, like, the first play of the game against Oklahoma, against Oklahoma State. Now, after that, it's a little tougher because, yeah, you have three losses. You're pretty much out of Big 12 contention and anything else. You're just basically playing for a bowl game. So that edge, that drive is definitely going to come down a little bit. And, okay, you still lost those games. I'm going to chalk those games more up to coaching than on the players. Every other loss since then, I'm putting all on the players. Yeah. The coaches can't go out there and like just magically get these kids riled up for fucking Baylor at 11 a.m. in Waco. Yeah, no, you can't. Just in a game that doesn't matter, and you think Kansas at home? On it. What? You can't sprinkle fairy dust on it. And, right. Uh, it's like no, no coach. I don't care what fucking John Madden is not able to do that. Winning is hard. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> the like, I don't know. It just drives me crazy that. We got to fire these coaches, all this stuff. I agree. Heads need to roll. Like one head has got, there's a, there's a sacrifice somewhere. I don't know who it is, but some coaches getting fired. Cause you just have to, that's just how this works. But the scheme is not changed in the deep. Like the, the defense that shut down the first half of uh, OU and Oklahoma state has not changed one bit. And for the most part, the players haven't either. The players mentality has, right? but the players talent, has not changed. Okay, injuries with Demarvion. Okay, name one other. Like, there's really not. Okay, Jacoby yeah. Jones. But like, you know, like, I, it's more a snowball that started with fucking Caleb Williams and has ended with a walk-on tight end catching a two-point conversion against Kansas to win the game. Or yeah. Kansas. <laughs> um, it's like the meme of the little domino and the big domino, and that those are the two right there. At least OU lost. Uh, that was nice. Yeah, it was. I saw it was the like only the fifth time since like 1950 that OU, Texas, and uh, Texas A&M all lost on the same day. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm I'm sick. I'm so fucking sick of just piling on these coaches immediately. Like, yes, it's their job, and they're getting paid millions and millions of dollars, but. Again, they're not going to get these kids riled up for 6 p.m. on ESPN. It, thank God you didn't watch this game. The, I don't even know who these announcers were, but they were literally <laughs> explaining how the thumb is important when throwing the ball, talking about, like, Casey's hand. And it That's was like, enough. oh, the guy would literally was holding a football and was like, you know, the thumb, it holds the football. I don't know why they didn't do it on Longhorn Network. That, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I think it's because of the Kansas. I think they can only do like two or three games a year, and the Kansas State game I think is on Longhorn Network. I yeah, think. It's on Fox. Oh, it is. Never mind then. Regardless, uh, yeah, yeah. We've we've stooped to a new whoo, new low of announcers. Um, but we got ESPN two this weekend, so that's nice. Ooh, who's our announcers? You talk while I find that. Um, I have no clue. While you keep looking, but. Going up to Morgantown, we actually skipped beer of the week this week. Um, kind of a tradition. It's whiskey. 
Yeah, we don't do beer of the week when we play West Virginia. It's, just- it's whatever Patrick Gould's drinking on Saturday night. That's what it is. Hey, cheers to them for sure. Look forward to uh, celebrating Allison if you're listening. Can't wait to uh, celebrate Saturday night. And- oh, we get Mike Gullick Jr. and Anish Shroff. Those, those guys, I like them. Yeah, Gullick Jr. is underrated. Yeah, no, he's, he's cool. Um, so it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm done. With, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, it's over. It's over. The season's over. Just go ahead. Just nothing matters when the sun blows up in 500 million years. Um, That's the spirit. West Virginia is four and six. They are the only other team in the Big 12. No, sorry. Uh, they are also two and five in conference play. They're also, uh, yeah, they're four and six, just like Texas. Um, weird. Like, you think ours is weird. They've had a weird season. Lost to Maryland, beat the hell out of whoever LIU is. Somehow Long beat University. what? Long Island University. Thank you. Somehow beat Virginia Tech, who ended up being pretty bad. Firing Barely. Their, what? Firing their coach. Yep. Barely lost at OU. Um, was that week five, week six, sixteen to thirteen? Then follow that up by with a loss to Tech, close loss. Then they lose, they get the hell beat out of them in Waco. Then they beat TCU and then beat Iowa State. And then, and against Oklahoma State, they only scored three points, obviously lose. And then Kansas State, they somehow get beat last week. I think, was that an 11 a.m. game? It might have been like a curse of the, of the, you know, the 11 a.m. Manhattan Purple Wizard weird stuff going on type thing. Uh, Bad breakfast at the hotel. It was 11 a.m. So, yeah. Damn. Wow. How did we miss that for a gambling? Shit. Yeah, that's an instant moneymaker right there. Fuck. God. That's on, that's on me. All right. Sorry, guys. Uh, so, yeah, they've been quite a roller coaster. I mean, uh, had a little bit of a good run. I guess TCU that was still with Gary Patterson at that point. Yep. So, good for them. Um, golly, Dougie. Whatever. The doggy, Dougie. Dougie. Yeah, Daggy, Seth Daggy still, or sorry, Jarrett, not Seth. Seth's the other one. It's really a lot of the same players, which is weird from the past few years. Jarrett Daggy's quarterback, I mean, not great. He's got 13 touchdowns and 10 picks, um, but he's, you know, got 2,500 yards throwing. Letty Brown's still the running back. Uh, good, not great. Good, not great. Uh, receiving, this is where they've kind of fallen off is they're, uh, Leading receivers Winston Wright Jr. He's he's been there for a few years, but uh, not an absolute stud. Uh, and then on defense, they've got those two D linemen, God, uh, the Stills brothers, excuse me, or one of them. They've, the, I think one's hurt actually, but Dante Stills, he's pretty damn good. Um, and then they have this other guy, Hakeem Mesador, Mesador or something like that, who's pretty good off the, uh, off the edge as well as yeah Dante has a, also a six sacks so really just weird team kind of like Texas uh, I don't know they're which, favored by uh, three which type of team decides to show up is the, uh, is the answer yeah definitely they're favored by three um, I think the over is at like 50 uh, 56 excuse me no Bijan no no yeah okay no Bijan, no, no Josh Thompson, no Josh Thompson, no uh, Jonathan Brooks. Um, so Roshan's gonna get like four hundred carries. Roshan says he feels better. Roshan's quickly climbing the ranks of favorite Longhorn players ever, um, next to Jeff Swaim, 
and uh, Adam Lutowski for me. Really, over Casey Studdard? Come on. I was more of a new Lutowski guy. I don't know. I just, yeah. Everyone loves Studdard. I, I want to go to the guys that maybe not every single person loves. Okay. Math, I like it. Uh, oh. Yeah. So we're supposed to lose? Question mark. It's really from a pure team standpoint. Not looking at home field advantage. It's an absolutely even game. Uh, but I just don't see how they win this game. I, I, if if this game was at two thirty or seven p.m., this is the biggest West Virginia lock I've ever seen. But the eleven a.m. is the only thing that has me hesitant that they're asleep. The you know those fans are still hungover from the night before, maybe not going too rowdy. So I don't know. It's two teams that yeah don't really care. Uh, who do they, they have? The bowl eligibility at this point. So they do have Kansas at the end, and so they probably yeah they're still in the hunt for a bowl game, let's say. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, we probably lose. See if Sark just pulls something out of his ass and, like, somehow gets the defense inspired and holds West Virginia to, like, 20 points and we win, like, 30 to 20. Uh, okay. Games of the week? Sure. Why not? 11 a.m. ABC, not – Fox, ABC, Michigan State at Ohio State. Line is Ohio State minus 19. The over-under is at 68 and a half. Okay, I've got a couple hot takes for the end of the college football season, just in general. This is hot take number one. CJ Stroud's going to win the Heisman. Michigan State has a really, really, really bad pass defense. Their run defense is unbelievable, but their pass defense is pathetic. And I, I watched. <clears throat> excuse me. I watched Ohio State this past weekend against um, Purdue. Their offense is so freaking good. Like, yeah, it's, it's up. what it's looking up for sure. Their receivers, that Jackson Smith and Jigba and uh, Garrett Wilson. Oh my God! Like both I those guys are stud. They're crazy, and Stroud's just like very competent, like doesn't force anything, like knows how to run a little bit, very accurate with his ball. Like, and then you have, yeah, Najigba Wilson, between Najigba Wilson and Chris Olave, and then their tight end, Jeremy Ruckert. And then you have Travion Henderson, at running back. This is a very, very good offense. Now on the flip side, you have uh, Kenneth Walker Jr. or the third or whatever, uh, who's probably the Heisman. Is he the Heisman favorite? I think he is. Anyways, Michigan State is literally last in the nation in yards per game and pass yards at 300-330. So that just screams Ohio State for me. Yeah, especially after what they put up last week. I mean, they, they, they shut the hell out of uh, Purdue. So I like, uh, I like Ohio State big in that one. Uh, where do we want to go? Auburn, or excuse me, Alabama, Arkansas. Yeah, Alabama, Arkansas is interesting. That's 230. Is that 230 CBS? Yeah. 230 CBS 
in Tuscaloosa, Alabama's minus 21. The over is only at 58 and a half. Kind of like that over. Uh, Bama coming off just New Mexico State, nobody. Arkansas still like seven and three, but all three losses are in conference. But they're coming off three straight wins. Um, last two against this ugly one this past weekend against LSU and Mississippi State the year weekend before. That KJ Jefferson just like somehow finds a way to win. This is probably about time for Bama to really start clicking. I worry that the look ahead next week with Auburn in Auburn, and even if Bo Nix can't go or isn't fully healthy, but I'll take Bama to win, but not to cover. And I like the over. Good for, I mean, Arkansas, they kind of fell off the map there after that Georgia game. Yeah. Kind of called their way back into the, the rankings. Um, I like Alabama big. They're going to win that game and cover. Uh, uh, Cincinnati plays SMU. See if SMU can shut that system or that season down. That'd be kind of good. That'd be great, but I just I don't see it happening. Cincinnati's just they have so much playing. Like talk about the exact opposite of Texas is yeah. a bunch of kids who have no national notoriety around them or didn't you know really and are playing for something so big, so obtainable. Uh, that's that's. However you think the Texas team is mentally, it's the exact opposite for Cincinnati. Now, SMU, Mordecai is looking like the best quarterback that was in that OU quarterback room a few years ago, which is scary. Um, He's got 37 touchdowns on the year, and that offense is just clicking. Now, they did lose – they won this last week against UCF, but they lost um, two two weeks prior to that at Houston and at Memphis, and this game's at Cincinnati. So I just I don't see SMU doing it. They're good offense, not a great offense. Too much on Mordecai and their defense is pathetic. And Cincinnati's defense is actually pretty pretty dang good for who they are. Uh, they trip up at Kansas State. Uh, that's a that's an interesting one. The line is Kansas State minus one right now. Um, four thirty. The four thirty on Fox is a little interesting, but yeah, that's definitely a trap game. Um, Coming off a big win. Coming off a big win. Gosh, I don't I don't know. Kansas I don't State. Like it. I mean, I think I don't I haven't seen Kansas State, so I don't like any uh the four and three, seven and three. Yeah, but like they, they just they just beat West Virginia, which you know, we just talked that's not much. I mean they're the, yeah, the four in a row is interesting. Um well Baylor losing would solidify pretty much Oklahoma State OU right uh, Big 12 championship. Okay, that is uh, well, we'll just go to the last game seven seven o'clock on Fox. Talk about a trap game. Seven o'clock game in Lubbock, Oklahoma State at Tech. Oklahoma State minus ten. Over unders at fifty six and a half. Hot take number two: Oklahoma State makes the playoff because I think that Baylor can get. I think OU will lose, you know, this weekend to Iowa State or next weekend to Oklahoma State or both, which isn't that crazy. And uh, so Baylor, it would be Baylor and Oklahoma State in the final, uh, or sorry, in the Big 12 playoff. Oklahoma State's looking really, really good. And, I mean, they are starting to just absolutely drub bad teams. And they've played Kansas, West Virginia, and TCU. But, Damn. 
they're looking good. But the trap, the Lubbock at night, seven yeah, o'clock. They come off that sixty-two yard field goal. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you see? Did you also see that? Yeah. The tech, the tech radio guys are suspended this week because yeah. they're calling out the refs, saying that they were being paid or something. <laughs> that's just that's just good old. That's don't change. You know. Yeah. See, I mean, if Oklahoma State pulls through here, I I I, I kind of like your uh, playoff. Big. I mean, they can go at home, win versus OU. I just beating OU twice is going to be tough for them. I mean, that's a really right. Lincoln Riley's pretty damn good. Yeah, no, that's that's true. Um, any other? OU still has some work to do to get to the Big Twelve Championship, anyways. So that's true. So it's sad we can't speak about the best uh, team in the state on Thursday. It's okay. So explain this to me. They they beat. UT Permian Basin, UTPB, yes, military appreciation. They so they win. They win the conference. Yes. But like, how do you not make? Wait, oh, oh my God! I didn't realize this. What? Dylan Cole Sterling didn't get start. Was he hurt? I don't. I don't know. Wow. I Sterling say- Cole, excuse me. Cole Sterling. No, Dylan Sterling Cole. Did he get hurt? Nico Hollins played. Yeah. Two interceptions. I didn't realize Dylan Sterling Cole started off at Arizona State. Wow. Huh. Okay, so why didn't they make the playoff? I don't know. We'll have to have a call in or a a call with Marshall. Yeah, their season's over. Alcorn State made the playoff over them, I guess. What? Yeah, Alcorn Who the State. fuck is Alcorn State? Or, excuse me, Angelo State. Oh. My bad. It just be, was it purely based off playoffs? Like, like, I don't know. Like, what what division are they? AFCA? AFCA D2. AFCA D2 playoffs. Oh, Ferris State is ranked number one. So I guess they dropped out of the top twenty-five. They didn't even get votes. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, I'm not sure how the, the process really works. Oh, here we go. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of complicated. Okay, yeah, it's it's the top twenty-four or whatever. Yeah, sounds like some politics going on there. I don't like that. Damn, season for the guys though, man. That was great. But they were in it. Like, I guess okay. Looking at it now, every single team that made it only had two losses. Yeah, they got to find a way to win on the road next year. Got to take care of business on the road, and we'll be fine. So. Yeah, Angelo State's got a big game this weekend against Minnesota Duluth. Um, it's Duluth. at Angel. What? Minnesota Duluth. Angelo State plays at home. How do you? How do they get that at home if Minnesota Duluth is, this this conference makes no sense? Like bigger division or something, or a bigger stadium, probably. Who knows? 
like how does this work yeah well we're gonna have to get an explanation on that but yeah who, who we'll get one this weekend we'll get one this weekend. Rooting for a different team next year but i don't know mm, i can be bribed with gear I can be very hell, of, hell of a run for the Stangs this year. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Them. Great group of kids. They tried real hard. Only one yeah. loss, conference loss. So they'll come back. Sucks. You know what's you know what's gonna bite, you know what they're gonna be looking at? What? Is that freaking uh Tarleton State loss? Because I think yeah, they were really was, bad. Well, te- West Texas AM was so frustrating. They were up 12 0 at halftime and just Yeah, that too. Pulled to Texas. That's probably where Sterling Cole got hurt. Yeah, it must be. Poor guys. Sucks for the Stangs. All right. Congratulations. Hogan Horns. Let's you have anything else? Is the basketball team winning at least? Ooh. I don't know. Right there. Let's look. Um, if anyone's gonna be in Houston this weekend, let me know. <laughs> yeah, they're up 43-24. Perfect. Yeah, All right. Saturday football watching Schumacher. What? Oh, oh yeah. Web, Web. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Oh, Stuart. almost did it again. Go ahead, Stuart. You got it. What is it? Web, I'm so sorry for not giving you a shout out on our last episode. You uh, deserve it at all times. So here's your shout out. Boom. Thank you, Web. Probably the only one listening. All right. Thanks, everyone. We will talk to you all next week. Okay. Picking up